Man, let me piss first, too. I'm looking for my opening line from this, from uh, that hook. Take one, Snowfall, Snow School, episode two. What it do, what the business is, I am Spike Lou, and I am super excited, as you heard in the intro and as you got in the previews. School is back in session, man. Snow School hitting you overhead, the unofficial, official podcast of the FX series, Snowfall. I got my man here with me, Big Jeff, who's going to be breaking it down throughout the season with me. Jeff, are you as excited as me? Man, they cooking right now. Listen to me (laughs) with fish grease out of the gate they cooking, man. Wasn't ready for that. I was I was speaking a slow burn. They came out guns blazing. Man, listen, I'm just I was watching it like man, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy <laughs> that we got something on TV that look like this, to sound like this, to still that the action is there, the writing is good. Like I, I'm here for it, man. And yes, without any further delay, what this is, man, each week we're gonna be breaking down the episodes, gonna let you know what happened on Snowfall, give you some feedback. Scene by scene. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to tell what happened in the scene, tell you how we felt about it, and move through until the end of the episodes. This week, man, we got hit over the head with two. As far as uh, FX, when they do their premieres, they usually like to hit you over the head with two hours to get you all the way locked in. Do you like that format? I do. I like that like format. That. Get get it rolling. Not minimal minimal commercial breaks because it is FX. Got to get them. Got to get them ads in there. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it. I, I'm with you. I'm not mad at it because it gets you tuned in. Like yeah. one episode, you still you feel like hey, I can miss it, I can binge and, and wait yeah. till they build up. Yeah. But when they hit you over the head out the gate, they did this with Fargo too. When they hit you over the head out the gate with two, yeah, and you lock in for them two hours. Yeah, you know the season is on. We here yeah. ain't no like let's go. Let's go. So you know what it I, is though. What's that? You a college football fan? It's like mm-hmm. that Monday, you know that first Monday game when you play that top ten team. Mm-hmm. They risk it all though, because they the come out. They come out some slow. You lose to everybody. Absolutely. You come out, 
You come out swinging like this. Like we locked in, baby. We locked in all season, baby. We won the national championship with this one, man. Exactly. So without further delay, we're going to start with episode one. Episode one was titled Re-Entry. And off the wham, man, we get a, a... a visual that we saw that we talked about in the trailer of Franklin getting suited and booted. And he was headed to a funeral as we would later find out. But that first scene where we did see Franklin talking to Louie and Louie was running the operations while Franklin was away. Give me a breakdown of how you felt about that and how you think she did just based off what we saw. She was doing the best she could do. Like mm-hmm. it's turmoil out there, you know what I mean? Like she, she was just trying to hold everything together while while Franklin was away, and she was doing the best she could. But you know, he coming back and saying, "Yeah, I got he got to do something." Basically, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go on and rip the bandaid off and say this: Louis is the brains of the operation. It's not Franklin. Okay. And this is since day one, because if you remember when he he got his first brick, yeah, he went to Unc and he was like, "Hey." Uncle's what like, I do. hell no, nigga, I ain't touching that <laughs> shit. I stick with the weed and the wet. Yeah. And Louie was the one that got him the plug with the girl from the uh, club. The club. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which was her so, which was her thing. It was her thing, exactly. Yeah. And Franklin <laughs> been off to the running area since. So Louie, the yeah. brains behind the operation. I wasn't surprised that shit was running, like you said, as best as it could without Franklin. Yeah. There wasn't a figurehead around. So motherfuckers wasn't going to respect her as we would later see with Leon like they would uh-huh. Franklin. But she was doing her thing. They had a room yeah. full of money. Everything yeah. looked good. Uncle yeah. looked good. Everything was aesthetic. You know? Yeah, it's still alive. You know what I mean? So I, I wasn't mad at that at all. Yeah. And we went from there, Franklin getting a rundown of how everything was running and how the money looked. They went to the money room. Uh, clearly, she hadn't been over to Columbia to watch the money, so they just sit yeah. on all of it. Need to take care of that for that mold started to set in, though. Need that money right there for too long. We're going to see mm-hmm. what they do with that. That's going to come back, too. Uh, yeah. I feel like that room full of money and, and them leaving it at the house, they showed us that for a reason. Absolutely. It's going to come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Scene two, we had Reed, Oso, and Franklin meeting up, just going over how things been since Franklin has been down. Reed definitely looked happy to see Franklin back in the saddle. <laughs> in yeah. that, we got, you know, just still meeting up so we got all the players back. Yeah, And then we had the flashback on the next scene with Franklin telling Reed about his issue with man, boy and Scully. what did you get from that? Franklin to me right there, Franklin was like, bro, I I'm lost. Like this, this, I didn't sign up for this part. Like no. And, and I don't think nobody did. But so Franklin realizing right now, like, look, messing up my neighborhood. I'm cool with that. But <laughs> I sleep like a baby, as he said in season three. But right now, I don't know what the hell they're doing out here now, so I need some help. <laughs> That's what he reached out to Reed for. Absolutely. And this is one of those cases where you see and youth starts to play a factor with Franklin. Yeah. Right? Like, he's 21. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, I don't care how much money you got, you still don't got the life experience to deal with these OG gangster-ass niggas, and they not listening to you. Yeah. So he went and found some advice from the nigga who, well, not a nigga, but Reed, who he felt yeah. like may be able to offer something valuable. Yeah. And Reed heard him out. One thing that I got from that before we move on to the story, he told him, Reed wasn't that sympathetic, man. Like, Reed, I, Reed. I feel like Reed would have been like, if this is my guy, this is my plug, this is who I'm getting the weight off through in the hood. Yeah. 
I at least try to offer a little bit more sympathy. He was just like, tough luck, buddy. <laughs> like, I'm I expecting think, a little bit more help. I think Reed just realizes he got his limitations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he know he knows, like, I ain't nothing I can do about this. Because mm. honestly, and I think this may be foreshadowing for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. this is kind of saying, this is what we want from the government. We want this chaos. We want y'all to kill mm. each other. Like we this want what, this shit. This is the reason that we put the drugs. This is the reason why you got the, the money. Yeah, you weren't chosen because you special, Franklin. You were chosen because we want you to do this shit. <laughs> we <laughs> want this. This is what we want to have it. And yeah, he ain't gonna help them figure it out. This is the problem we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. But so here's a thing, a reoccurring theme. I feel like we're gonna deal with this season as Franklin tries to deal with his empire. Okay, is this snitching? Because clearly he's trying to get one of these niggas locked up. He asked Reed, can you send your people in? Yeah. Is is Franklin snitching? Franklin, it, I said it. Remember, I, well, I didn't say it on air. I didn't say it on air. But I said my prediction is he's probably going to fall. It looked like it. It didn't, <laughs> it, didn't even, it didn't even take an hour, nigga. It took 10 <laughs> minutes into the episode for Franklin. So I'm, I'm going to consider this snitching. Like, yeah, I'm I'm Franklin on the fence for me now as far as being a favorite character because this is snitching, my nigga. You asking the police to come solve your problem? You do not do that in the streets. Yeah. But uh, based off that negotiation with Man Boy and Scully and Franklin being in a bind, Reed yeah. does tell him a story about a coup of a dictator in a foreign country and wants Franklin to apply that to his situation. Now, Franklin, to his credit, is smart enough to understand what Reed is saying and tries to put a plan in place. And we see how that folds out later. Did you take this advice from Reed as something that was good for Franklin? I took it as being nonchalant. Hey, like I said, lackadaisical and not giving a fuck about Franklin. What did you think about the story and the advice? Man, this that advice was one of those, like, you know, if you're shooting dice, you roll the four. You bet it all on the four. Like, I mean, you win because everybody's going to take the bet on the four. Everybody taking the bet on the four. Like, you, nobody's turned out a bet on the four. But if you hit, it's on you. But it's one of the ones you mess up. Why the hell was you betting on the four? Why would you bet around the board on the four? On the four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why'd you bet around the board on the four? <laughs> That's yeah, that it. Makes sense. That's a good analogy right there. Yeah. Now, we got that. Franklin allegedly has a plan based off what Reed sent them when we get the scene cut. We go to a new character alert. We yeah. have a reporter. And the yeah. reporter is looking for information on mail. What was your first whole takeaway from this situation and adding the reporter in? Where do you think she's going? I immediately said, oh, it's the wire. Mm. They're going... They're doing the wire. They they are introducing different levels of character, different levels of California, all these things. It's the wire. So I, I want to see what it, I immediately said, all right, where is this going? Like, who is she? Is she like one of those disgruntled reporters? Is she one of those? Is she a McNulty type? You know, but she, you know, I mean, you know, uh, degenerate. You know what I mean? I want to see what she get, what she got up her sleeve. Because she can, she can mess some shit up if she tried to. Man, listen, mess up ain't even the word <laughs> of what she's finna do. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, though. When I say mess up, I mean Reed. She's finna mess up Reed's situation. Mm-hmm. This lady's gonna be an asset to Franklin. And I think it's gonna play out. This is gonna be Franklin ticket out. 
this is going to be his wild card. This lady and the story of yeah. him selling dope for CIA, he going to be, she going to be the one to break the story. Franklin going to tell her when he ain't got no more cards left. I mm. think he going to have his back against the wall at some point against Reed. He ain't going to know what to do or where to turn. He going to tell her about the story. Now, I think this character is going to be loosely based off of Gary Webb. Gary Webb was the CIA reporter who broke yeah. this story in real life about the whole yeah. Contra scandal and, and let everybody yeah. know about what Rick Ross had going on in the CIA with Blandone and everything that this real story is based off of. So I think she's going to be playing that character of Gary Webb. And similar to what I'm saying, once Rick Ross Franklin's character got went to jail in real life. She went to go, he went to go talk to him and, and got all the information. So I think that's going to be her role as okay. bringing down everything that we've seen. Okay, you think so? I can see that. I can see, see that. that. I nice. can see that. Yeah. Now we process out of that new reporter in in, in play. No, she's in my opinion going to play a big role. Next, we go to Mexico. And we got Reed and also loading up the big boy truck with the shipment, and they got an issue. <laughs> the old policia pull them yeah. over. Yeah. Ain't trying to hear none of the bribery bullshit. Mm-mm. I want to know because when I was watching this, yeah. I'm thinking the whole time it ain't no dope in there. This is a front. They just trying to do a little dry run because they got the tunnel. I'm thinking yeah. that the, the dope already at the tunnel. That there ain't no dope in the truck. What'd yeah. you think? I I was when he when the cop didn't arrest him when he turned the money down, I said, ah, oh, okay, this a play. This just mm-hmm. to let them know uh, we, when he said I mean I had a deal with I forgot the guy name, other police the other chief. chief. And then once he once he said, Oh no, and dude turned the money down, I said, Oh, they straight. They just finna get they just finna get finessed. That's all this is another finesse. This is part of the game. Like, but it's just they playing a bigger game now and and I think this is this is this leaves also showing we we're watching Reed become like I think Reed he's already too he's already too deep but way too deep I think now we're watching Reed become like he's gonna become a kingpin mm. you know what I'm saying he's he's already like we'll talk about it later and there's another scene that kind of showed it but we're watching the groundwork being laid for Reed to become like he's gonna mess around and become a player. Like in the game, like a real like even he's already the plug, but he's about to become like a real Ten toes plug. down. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna talk about. I think we have the same scene in mind where you yeah. kind of see what Reed has turned into, and I yeah. can't wait to get to that. I think it was one of my favorite scenes of uh, or the, what, both episodes. Mm-hmm. They got locked up. Uh, yeah. They went on the truck. They found the work. Looked like it was plenty dope in there too. Plenty. Uh, so Frank, <laughs> so Osho and Reed definitely went to jail. And we see what happens with that later. One of the episodes, scene seven, one of the best scenes, one of my favorites, Franklin goes to the projects to see Leon for the first time. It looked like in a while. Yeah. Leon getting his work off, had his little, <laughs> little jump off in there. It looked like that's what he do all day, every day. That's, that's and, his uh, life right there. That's, that's his, his life. life. Freaking hoes, selling dope. <laughs> Chilling yeah. in the projects, man. Real I'm, life rapper right there. Yeah, man. That was the days, <laughs> man. A lot of niggas know that lifestyle right there. Yeah. My question to you based off this, man, because we talked about it a little bit in the preview. Yeah. It was hard as a fan of Leon and Franklin's, you know, tag team. It was hard to watch this scene and see how it was playing out. Whose side were you on? Did you choose a side here this soon? When you see the tension, the slight tension here between Leon and Franklin, do you have I'm, you picked a side? I'm gonna be real. Have I picked a side? No, 
but I totally under people were shocked that Leon was acting like this. But I totally understand why Leon's acting like this. Oh man, you got to break that down to me. Bro, look, the best scene in season three. Uh-huh. They in the car together mm-hmm. after his man's. Now, mind you, Franklin did it the right way. He mm-hmm. took, he didn't take uh man boy side in front in of his him. Face, right. In his face, but he told, you know, I mean, he, he took Leon's side in front of Man Boy. But in the car, Franklin looks at him and says, I built this shit brick by brick. You then said drive, motherfucker. Like, then told him to drive. Leon, like, nigga, hold up. I was, when you was getting pushed around, I was the one coming to save you. Yeah, you might have built this shit, but I made you. Exactly. You can talk to me like that. You might talk to man, boy, and you can't talk to Leon like that. I'm not mad at that, Jeff. I promise (laughs) you I'm not. Here's my issue, though. Okay, okay. If I'm your man, yeah, Leon and Franklin case, yeah, you can't leave me when I'm down, though. Like you can't, you can't have the operation running full pumping. I get popped, whether it's my fault or not, with mail. Oof. Now, Auntie running the show. You can't tell Auntie I ain't taking orders from you. And, I ain't and, selling no word. Like I can't get my like my first day back out and about. I'm coming to you to holler at you, and you like, nah, I ain't really fucking with you no more, bro. Like, nigga, this news to me. <laughs> Goddamn, you ain't come to the hospital, nothing to tell me you want fucking with me. Well, he said his mom wouldn't let nobody come up there. He said Frank yeah, people wouldn't like say that. So he tried tight to that motherfucker. Something, nigga, you got to let me know. For I walk up to the projects and be like, ah, oh, yeah, man, I ain't trying to be your driver no more, nigga. I've been getting you to work for chief, nigga. I done let you live, <laughs> nigga. You come you telling me I don't fuck with you no but more. But you can't talk to me like that, though. Not like that's that. true. Hey, Franklin, do, and yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because yeah. that whole situation when he's saying, "Oh, I built this and I built this," you just got to file that away for a little bit later. I just think yeah. the Leon exit strategy was a little too soon, man. If that's yeah, your he, man's, he if that's him. your man's man's, you still yeah. like got to hold on a little bit longer because, frankly, if you give a fuck about him, you know, if you leave Franklin out here like this, Leon, he gonna fall flat on his face. That nigga ain't built for this shit. And he, he needs think, you. He needs you when it's like he don't know he needs you, and he true. talked to you that way. Yep, yeah. you right, and you made a mistake. But at yeah. the end of the day, he need him. That's true. Now that part is true. Yeah. I just think Leon saw saw a weakness, and he saw a weakness, and Leon is up now more than he's ever been. He ain't never he been got, that up. You're right. He ain't never been that up. He's that's up. another thing you got to yeah. eye and factor in. Yeah. Leon wasn't used to being the man. Yeah, he Franklin he went man. down and went away in yeah. his little pocket over there. Leon yeah. was the man, and he got it click. I ain't going right. back to being your driver after I'm the man. Nah, I do I get that part of it. I ain't just driving no more, bro. Right, yeah. I ain't your muscle. I ain't none of that. I got my own muscle, and that and that goes <laughs> to and we'll get to the next scene in just a second. But that goes to my problem with Franklin in both of these episodes as far as his planning. It ain't as intact as it was because I feel like that he should have known. Leon standing, he knew he was getting it in over in the projects and he looked around and confirmed it, but he kind of had an idea going into it. You got to have a better proposition than are you ready to come back to work for me, my nigga? Like, see, where you, what's the new territory? You got a better price for me, my nigga? Like, what you doing for me now that I'm a boss? I disagree with that. The only reason I disagree hmm. with that is because I think, I think Franklin has been completely out of touch. This ain't because this, we think in the 2021 times. Social okay. media, we got phones, we got this. Go back to early 90s, late 80s. 
like you gotta get on the phone and call somebody or beat he somebody. He was getting it in though, bro. He knew nah, that he like know. that. He knew that them projects was Leon's because he had the cheapest dope. His he had some muscle. First scene, auntie's breaking everything down to him. Mm. Step by step, this what this going on. This who this. this. He don't know shit. Brother, oh, so you think he going into he did you thinking that he didn't have a legitimate proposition for him because he had no idea that he had rose that far? I think Franklin is walking in and it's like, wait, what? Like he's getting oh. all the information. Like, man, hold up. Mm. I know it's been rough, but it ain't. I ain't know it was this bad. Like he he got that kind of. I ain't know it was this bad type of response. That's fair. I ain't even look at it like that. I looked at it like nigga. <laughs> I'm coming back to you. Ought to just want to get back in the whip and be my driver. Like, nah, nah. my nigga, you need to come with a better. I think he just he looking at it like, bro, I didn't know it was this bad. And and Leon is up. Leon up, and he you know he got the little young things going in and out the house. Oh, Leon, you can't, nigga. That's why I said proposition. Like I couldn't. If I'm Leon too, now I don't want him to get it twisted because I disagree with him. But yeah. if I'm Leon, it's gonna take a lot for me to leave in projects where I'm freaking yeah. and get money too. Like, yeah, it's all you need. Like you get money and. And get yourself off on the same block. Yeah, I ain't really got to leave this little space right here, bro. I've been hitting the push-ups. He's been doing the weights out there in the yard. Nigga kind of slick swole. Like, come on, bro. I ain't yeah. going nowhere, my nigga. But I, I can't wait to see how that plays out because I, I'm a fan of their friendship. So I, I definitely want to yeah. see how that plays. So we go to that. Leon and Franklin. It's still tentative at that point. If they at odds, it looked like they can do business together. But it looked like they're going to do it at arm's length. Till we get to yeah. a little bit later point in the episode that we'll discuss. We go back to Mexico and we see Oso and Reed meet with the new Mexican police chief. And I like this dude, man. He got sway. Yeah. Yeah, I like the new police chief, man. He's a Slick, super finesse, man. Slick talking finesse. That's he reminds me of Narcos Mexico, like them motherfuckers. Did you watch Narcos Mexico? I'm, a, I'm behind. I got to catch up. Oh, now. man, I love that series. Phoenix okay. is my nigga. He, you know, <laughs> I, did he, this reminds me of that whole thing. So I was here for that. I think that the Mexican police chiefs played a good role in that. Okay. You go from that, he named the price. Oso and Reed weren't going with the price at all. I think he wanted 100000 a week. Man, that's when he was asking for which is nuts yeah but he did see how much work they had in there so i guess that made sense but that that, that was a definite that was a high high risk high reward right there yeah and also and reed let the cop know that they hear him and they'll think about it Mm -hmm. go back to man boy boosie his normal dumb self uh they all in there chilling he with the runner the freak (laughs) The hand around is he's cuffing her as he usually does. He got a bad rap for that in this show. Boosie does. Sure do. But I I I was confused at this thing. How you leave? Was these niggas in the garage? Come on, man. That's the playhouse. They was in the play. These niggas go outside to get some head. Where is he gonna go? He ain't go upstairs. His mama house. It's still a mama house. He ain't got no car. Like I just it's hard for me to believe you take a bitch outside to get some head and get kidnapped, my nigga. And no one hears it. Like that. And I know it's TV. I know we have to suspend some belief. But at least let's like, realistic. Let the nigga be walking to the car and get kidnapped. Like I just don't see him going to the patio and getting some head and getting pulled over a brick wall. I'm gonna be real. Okay. This is realistic to me. I can see all oh, this. Wow. Everybody think about your homeboy had the house, they had the basement. Mm. Everybody in the basement. It's a couple of little women of the night, and uh, you know, little girls that lost their way early in life. They in the basement. Young Scarlets. 
You know what I'm saying? They in the basement too. And then he find one that's willing to do some things. They gonna go where they gonna they can't go upstairs. Mama upstairs. Mm. Grandma upstairs sleep. You gotta go outside. And that's what I always forget. These niggas ain't nothing but 18, 19. You see what I'm so saying? These are not so grown that, men, right? Yeah, so. he had to sneak outside real quick. You know, he gonna sneak outside real quick. He should have been paying attention. So see, but she, <laughs> knew, she knew what to do to get him not pay attention. She knew that exactly was the right to nigga to kidnap too. I, like I don't even like that character. So that was a I, that was a cool uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I was glad to see that. Good night. Um, he gets kidnapped, put him this on a was, cross. This was excessive, very excessive. <laughs> I wonder how long it took him to get him up. There. Like, good nigga, what are we like, doing? <laughs> when I watched that the second time, I'm like, ah, right, you kill a nigga. Yeah. Then you got to take the nigga to the baseball paint thing. You got to nail yeah. him on the piece of wood. You got to get yeah. the piece of wood up on the fence, high enough too. Did they have a ladder? Like, it was up there. Bro, I looked at that. I said, that's excessive, right? Boy, there. he like, was mad at him, man. That's some yeah. sick shit right there, boy. Yeah. That's man. a hell of a way to go, man, and be left like that. that another, uh, like you said, reference to the wire. Like they left, yeah. uh, that's how they left Omar, boy, when they stole him that time sure, and had the cigarette yeah. bears in the mouth, and he was out there for everybody to see on top of the yeah, car. They kind of left him in similar yeah. fashion. Yeah. So another call back to the wire right there, but uh, clearly, that was a the play to get man boy riled up, and 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 it worked. Yeah. And the next scene, we go to Franklin and the team deciding, I right, we got to choose a side now because Boosie got kidnapped. This one to go full fledged, Auntie, Unc, Franklin, and um, what's my boy name? Peaches. What's D. Ray Davis' name in here? Peaches. Peaches. They yeah. trying to figure out the best side to take in the man boy and Scully war. Yeah, who was right here? Because Auntie, they mm. Auntie well, right. both of them said Auntie and Uncle said, "Man, boy." Now Auntie said, "Auntie said, Scully. oh, excuse me." Yeah. She said, "Man, boy," and everybody else said, "Scully." And no, the reason being, I thought everybody said, "Man, boy," to, to, to take Man Boy's side. Yeah, that's what I meant. My bad. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle was like the reason that he would go. And take Scully out because Scully was crazy and crucified yeah. motherfuckers. You can't handle the crazy motherfucker. And then Auntie goes, Well, man boy got a lot of um ambition. Ambition. That's ambition. the word that she yeah. used, man. Yeah. Who do you go with, Jeff? Who, no right you t- who side you taking? Ain't no right answer in this. Because mm. because man boy, she's absolutely right. Man boy wants to be the man. He mm-hmm. does, right. and as soon as soon as he see a weakness in Franklin, however they get past this, if he if they can get past the Scully situation, as soon as Man Boy get a weakness in Franklin, he going after him. He mm. it is what it is. Scully, he's unpredictable, like he he's a wild card. But Auntie had a point. Scully don't leave. He 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 like if you from Nashville, and I'm you know, and I don't want to be the rough no feathers with this statement. He like a Dodge City dude. Dodge City dudes don't, don't leave Dodge City. Yeah, they stay in Dodge City, Dad. If you from Dodge, you know what I mean by that. They don't leave Dodge City. You don't want to go over there and mess with them either, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how Scully is. Scully don't really move around like that unless you unless you fooling with, him, unless you messing with him. And it is we about to see. So I'm I'm gonna side with Unc. I feel like there is a wrong answer here. Okay. And if you're Franklin, the way you have to assess this as a boss. And this ain't even just in selling drugs or anything. Okay. In leadership, you can't be scared of ambition. You can't mm. be scared of the young, ambitious, up-and-coming person. True. You can't be scared that you'll lose your position to them. 
you have to cultivate okay. that and hope that it helps you grow or maybe they grow in a position where it benefits you as well. But you as a leader have to take advantage of that ambition. I can't do shit with crazy, bro. I can't do shit with a crowd. I can't do nothing with crazy. I don't give a fuck if a nigga stay in his lane or what. It's just that one day when you yeah. feeling crazy and now we got a whole thing that got to pop off. So I'm going to agree with, uh, I ain't fucking signed with the crucifixion and I like, nigga, you, you, you out. I'm signed with man, boy. I deal with that problem on down the line. If I got to, <laughs> if I can't convince this nigga that we get enough money for him to be loyal and ambitious to me, you yeah. go be ambitious by yourself and we'll figure that out once we get there. But right now, yeah. let's deal with this crazy motherfucker. Okay. That's what I, that's how I go about it. Okay. And that's how I think Franklin did that, right? In yeah, this way, it's way, it's how he looked at it. Yeah. Like they, they, yeah, definitely chose, he chose to go turn on Scully. Right. So I also people that are listening to this with like Snow School, we appreciate you dropping in. Absolutely. Me and Big Jeff gonna come and break this down on, on a weekly basis. In the comments, man, let us know whose side would you have chosen? You going with man boy and the charismatic charismatic guy and the ambition? Does that scare you off or do you go with Scully and the fear of this crazy motherfucker one day making everything go haywire? I, I, I love to know what people think about that. Next scene is the scene that I was speaking of earlier, Big Jeff, when we were talking about Reed. And this is where Reed learns that his shipment of guns from Avi didn't make it. And I think they did a good job without saying anything of showing Reed taking a little two to white, yeah. heavy dog walking the cigarettes, back to back chain smoking. Yeah. This has shown or is showing the stress that all of this is taking on Reed now. Because yeah. I remember when the boy, uh, the Colombian tried to give Reed the cocaine and he didn't even want to take he didn't it. Want it. Yeah, he was right. straight arrow. I'm just doing this. I'm trying to sell this dope, get this money, and make sure that I'm fighting the Contras. Yeah. Now read ten toes down, man. Like you <laughs> said, he he out here moving like a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and a stressed out one at that. Yeah, like, a stressed out drug dealer at that. So I agree. Like, this was a good scene, man. When he pulled the strap on the buddy, like, man, look, now nah, I want you to go. Oh, like, we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. Like, that's the scene. No, nah, no, nah, this was the scene where he they called him and you're he right, was writing, right. he was writing my all the stuff you're down. Right. You're and right. they called and said he didn't make it. I do yeah. want to get there because that is my yeah. favorite scene of the episode. <laughs> alert. Um, so after that, we see the the, the stresses and the, the the stuff that the game is taking on Reed. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to see how that plays out. And we go straight to Franklin going to the bottom to see Scully. And he go over there. What was the name of that gun? Ah, uh, shit. It was something I don't ever want to see. Man, in I ain't life. never seen that. I don't want to see it. Definitely <laughs> on the other side. I do not want to be in front of that motherfucker. Right. <laughs> but he took that big bad motherfucker. And to Scully's credit and yeah. to toot my own horn here, yeah. he's strong for, like I said, season MVP. Because he ain't been on the scene that much and even when we're going through all of these, but I do yeah. like the impact that he's made so far. And when yeah. Franklin came to him with that bullshit, yeah. he smelt it a mile away. Yeah. And people, this is one thing that I wanted to, to make sure that we hit on here. People may think that's TV and that's bullshit. No. Being around and yeah. knowing some crazy motherfuckers being in the hood and shit, that shit is for real. They pick up. They, they gonna pick up, pick on, up on that shit. You think yeah. motherfuckers is dumb to act like yeah. him? You think motherfuckers like him that ain't gonna be on APs and Qs? Nah. Those are the number one motherfuckers that you cannot try to get over on because they ready for it. And he was and ready for all it. that bullshit. Yeah, ready for <laughs> it. 
Did you think that Franklin was gonna fold? How did you think that was gonna play out once he said that he smelled like Man, he was gonna I'm gonna be real. I thought Franklin might have blew it up, right? I thought they, I thought that the whole players get blown up right there. Cause mm. one thing I give the, the the actor that plays Franklin a lot of credit for, he sells the facial part very well. And you can look on his face and tell he was shook. Like Scully shake, like Scully do something to him. And he's he looked friend. like a kid. He looked yeah, like a yeah. kid that was in over his skis yeah. in there with an OG ass blood nigga. Like, oh shit, I thought I was smart. Nah, nah, man. my nigga. Nah. <laughs> I stuck this shit coming a mile away, bitch. Exactly. And he'll playing with me. And yeah. I loved how that scene played out. And like you said, Idris, what's his name? Idris. Demond Idris. Demond's Idris. Yeah. He does yeah. do a great job with the facial expressions yeah. and, and did so in this, man. That was a great scene. Uh, yeah. But I, I didn't know if he was setting him up at this point and if dude was right or if he was just being paranoid because we hadn't seen the next scene play out. Did you okay. think that this was like straight legit? Like what was your read on it? When, when he pulled up, like, I thought this was like, when he was giving him the gun said, so these guns must not going to work. I was thinking it was like a mm. setup, like they was like, he was giving them some dummy weapons or something like that. Like I, or they was like, or, or the setup was going to be, they were gonna get those weapons that were stolen, or you know, what I mean, it was something like the shut that was the shut, you know what I mean? But he fooled me. I thought yeah. he was going in, I thought he just was fucking with, with uh, Scully. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, nigga, he's he he the system, okay. yeah, he gonna chop us, take that nigga out, man. Once y'all niggas get through, man, we're gonna have to work back over here and let's roll. Okay, I thought he was in, so I was thoroughly confused in the next scene <laughs> when he went to go to holler at man boy, yeah. But he didn't have any guns. Yeah. And the plan, I want to make sure that I heard this right, and I want to know what you thought about it. The plan was, he trusts me, talking about Scully, Mm -hmm. so I will set up a meet for him Mm -hmm. to come buy some work from me, and then you niggas ambush him. Mm -hmm. Am I understanding the plan correctly? I thought the plan was, come get the rest of the straps. Hmm. I ain't never hear him say that. Because remember, he said, you can come with me and get him if you want. Right. He's like, look, talking you to Scully then. Yeah, we talking to Scully. He said, you, you can come with me to get right. the rest of them if you want. Right. So I thought that was like he was pulling up to get the rest of the guns. Oh. That's how they got him okay. in there. Okay. Okay. So he was meeting Franklin to, to get, get the, the rest gun. of the guns. So he didn't yeah. have nothing but the, the one that he had already given him is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Now that does make a little bit more sense. Yeah. In the sense of the setup, but it doesn't make sense on the back end, and which is the issue that they had. If you thinking shit all the way through, let's say you do get him there and you kill him, like his people gonna know that he coming to meet you, and was right. coming to meet you for the gun. So now you got beef with everybody over there in the bottom. True, but I don't think you scared of everybody. You scared of Scully. Mm. Like I can take out little, little his little his little homeboy. I'm cool mm. with him. I'm scared of the boss man. That nigga, he scares everybody. That's fair. I I don't know, man. I don't know if Franklin wanted that war. Hold on, he don't. Go ahead, go ahead. He don't want the war, but as we see as this plays out, there's a couple of scenes in here that let you know you don't want this smoke with Scully. You just don't. Scully, <laughs> goddamn beast, man. And <laughs> as we get to see in the next scene, so. We got man boy getting a pitch from Franklin. 
We'll yeah. see later if he accepted the pitch or whatnot. But I guess with the plan that you and I said is what was supposed to happen. Yeah. It cuts. Reed heads over to see Javi and wants to know what the fuck is up with his guns. This big yeah, Jeff is the scene about. that you were talking yeah, about. Right. And my favorite scene of episode one, Reed let motherfuckers know that I'm not here to play no motherfucking games. Avi <laughs> will let you know if he, if, if Avi think he cool with you and he did this shit to Franklin too, he yeah. going to try to s- s- finagle and slip and slide and get over on you. He don't mean no harm. He's going to pay you back. Yeah, he's just gonna get over on you the best way he can up front. Yeah, and, and, do you and, fuck and, with Ivy? He's a he's a needed character. He yeah. wanted because he wanted them people like even if you take it out of the dope thing, well, just in work, he wanted them dudes that you go to work with. You might even have a little coffee break with him every so often. Be like, man, I don't trust dude, man. Yeah, man. Always raising his hands in the meetings, got a little silly little questions. Always, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He that dude. Man. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, dude. man. You can't be around him too long. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how I look at how Jeff, what'd you like about this scene? I know you mentioned it earlier. What what, it, what was it, it for you? It said a lot. It said that Reed Reed in too deep, number one. He's mm. in too deep. And he's in so he's he's so far deep now that where he to me, he's again, I think this is the ground where we're about to see. He's about to make that turn to where because when this is all said and done, he can't even get away scot free from this shit. To read, yeah, like he's gonna do some time. He's like, because some of this shit is like, this is off the books. Like, we can't yeah. protect you from some of this. He didn't kill like nine people. Them is- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's gonna be a lot, and and, and I think that's weighing on him. Because even if you playing a role, like being in front of this much turmoil every day, trying to trying to keep a, a secret life still secret this much, man, weigh on you, dog. Do absolutely, and for me. This goes to the built-up frustration of the character for Reed, like you were saying. Yeah. The character that plays this guy, uh, what's his fucking name, man? The actor yeah, that plays this guy, I mean, not the character. Uh, Carter Hudson. Man, he okay. bodied this scene, and I love the back and forth with him and Avi. Man, he was like, bro, I don't even fucking know you. Why are you still talking to me? <laughs> Like I, there's nothing for you to fucking you still we talking to talk like you still talking to me and then just we took the strap out boom shot it by his ear so nonchalantly then put the strap down right in front of Ivy like look bro go get my guns come back <laughs> yeah, and let bro. me know what the fuck is going on and we can keep exactly. doing business and it was so smooth and also was smooth too soon as he popped yep. dude by the ear look also was on him like yeah <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even think twice how to pull his strap out and fumble or nothing like he was yeah. on him was so on. i really appreciated how that scene played out and letting people know same thing that i said earlier when he met with franklin and kind of the nonchalantless with, with franklin's situation same thing with ivy like yeah. nigga, i don't give a fuck about the nazi hunting you doing i don't give a fuck about your vacation i deal with you so you can get yeah. these guns over here you ain't getting these guns over here i don't want to be buddy buddy tell me where my guns is I respect yeah. the shit out of that from Reed. Yeah. At least yeah. you don't get it twisted as to where he's staying. But I think Avi and Franklin got it twisted as to where they stand. They kind of think he more compassionate to them than he is. He don't give yeah. a flying fuck about neither one of them. You're right. You're right. Now, after that great scene, we get the uh, New Year's Eve party invite. Franklin is at the crib. He getting dapper. He go up there and holler at moms and dad, and he wants them to come to the New Year's Eve party yeah. at Auntie House at, at Auntie's uh, new club. club. Yeah, what did you think about this thing? 
you remember he's a kid still. Mm. Every so often they do a little reference to let you know, man, this is not he's grown, grown to up. you know, to, he's grown, but every so often you get a little reference that man, dude really is not 25 yet. Right. And has seen it all. You know what I'm saying? He's been on the private jets, he's been I all these other and he ain't even 25 yet, dog. Like, you know what I mean? So that, this is what I looked at right here. What I seen right there, I love love the dad and and like his role man he a a fucking beast his demeanor in here like you need this character in this tv show uh they don't do it too much like it ain't overbearing like he ain't always preaching like it's just enough to where you respect the shit out of this character and i thought that this show especially from the mom standpoint the division in the family like franklin just won't like you said he a kid man i just want auntie and uncle and moms <laughs> and dad i just want everybody to be cool us yeah. having breakfast and shit on sunday morning again spending this yeah. money and having fun but this shows you what the dope game do to families yep everybody ain't with that shit everybody don't care about getting a lot of money and living a fast lifestyle some people just want to be modest go do their day's work and go home and live a normal life and franklin just can't wrap his head around that with his parents and i I can't wait to see how that plays out if he's gonna pull them more his way or if they're gonna Mm. pull him more their way that's gonna be a good deal right there yeah now Next, we have Franklin visiting Mel. Reporter. Excuse me, I'm sorry, not Franklin. The reporter goes to holler at Mel. Yeah. Were you surprised at the condition that Mel was in? The condition, mm-hmm. no. Yes, the condition, yes. How she was acting, the, the Lord, the Lord and the God and all that. No, nah, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. Like, think about the smokers you've met in your life. Where they go? They need they, they, they the a down bag. Or they find the church. They like go to they the church. the liquor store. Or they at the church. It, it made sense to me. <laughs> it made sense that, to me. That definitely makes sense. And they didn't even overplay it. Like they, nope. it wasn't too much. Like that made sense from a yeah. former ex-smoker. My, yeah. it, does Mel still smoke dope? Well, they, what would they say if you want? If you were addict, you're always addict. She got that look in her eyes still. Yeah. Buddy. She, she talked to an addict. An addict could tell you if you want to addict, you're always addict. You just want to slip away. So. I don't think she had it in a minute, but she, you know, it, it can happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's tough. I hate I, that for her. Absolutely. I yeah. absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think she's still a smoker and she's going to get back <laughs> to that rock. She's going to definitely be, she's going to be back on that rock before <laughs> this series is out. I promise you that. Um, next we have, did we go over the New Year's Eve party? No, nah, we ain't touched on that. But we was that end. the first episode? The New Year's that ended the first episode. I th- no, the 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 oh, the setup I thought was the end of the first episode. The end of the first. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. The party was after the mom and dad. So I will make this right in the, in the editing and just let it flow through smoothly. Yeah. The party was after they visited mom and dad and before the reporter went to go get mail. I did want to hit on that because of uh, what the party consisted of and the big takeaway from that. So not to skip over the New Year's Eve party, all the the, the uh, original players were there. You even get yeah. also in there. Uh, you got Franklin Reed. One, Franklin meets a new friend, the new girlfriend. You needed the new love interest in there. So I was interested that. to see how that was going to play out. 
Yeah. Two, were you surprised at Leon's reaction when he got there? Nah, because Leon, Leon feeling himself and Franklin is so it just 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 goes to show again how Franklin is out of touch. We mm. just seeing how much Franklin like like that's a bad move, bro. This ain't kumbaya. Facts. He trying to do kumbaya. He tried the family there, have the mom and dad there with his auntie and aunt. Try to bring read also, right? Nigga, you trying? Yeah, to like bro, you was trying to be kumbaya nigga. too much, man. <laughs> like this ain't it. Your first day back, you trying to bring the world together. We are the world and shit. It ain't working. I agree with you, man. It's not an overreaction. Like, this nigga killed your friend, boy. His people yeah. killed him or whatever. Whatever misunderstandings you got about it, ain't nobody yeah. cleared it up. And yeah. if I'm Leon, I'm reacting the same way, especially, like you said, if Franklin been gone for a little minute yeah. and we out here getting it in and I come up in here just showing a little bit of love, the little bit of love that I got in this nigga in here. Yeah, I'm pulling like in that era of time. Yeah, you got yeah. to pull the strap out and let him know, my nigga, we this this it. Yeah. But I didn't agree with how he reacted towards Franklin. I think Franklin could have handled it better in the sense of, uh, like you said, he shouldn't even invite it. Oh, I only know what fuck Oso was doing there in that ugly ass <laughs> coat. Nigga, it's a New Year's Eve party. Nigga, you look like a farmer. Nigga, what are you doing here? But uh, that was one reason why Leon should have pulled the strap on him. For that coat, but what? That, that coat, coat? That, that coat in them jeans alone, nigga. You <laughs> he stood like he stood out in that whole part. Yeah, it was some fly motherfuckers at that point. <laughs> it, it, it was weird because Reed first reaction, like Reed nonchalantless man, sticking out to me throughout. Because even then, he like Franklin, get your people, get a, get a hold on this yeah. shit. Like almost irritated that this even happened, yeah. and Franklin ain't got shit to do with it. But Franklin should be in control of. True. So. Leon pulled a strap, didn't want to see also him and Franklin get into it, knock down, drag out. And this is what we alluded to earlier as to when this is it now. The Franklin-Leon yep. friendship looks like it's over. He tells Leon, hey, find you a new plug, my nigga, since you so big. Leon, like, whatever, bitch, I'm out. Still clear me, I still yep. clear you. Yep. That's it. What do you That's think it. about where that relationship stands now? Man, it's tough, man. It's tough. It just... It's a lot because it, a lot happened. Franklin is showing Franklin is showing he's vulnerable, number one. And Leon know it. And but Leon was feeling himself. And Leon has found a way to exist at this point. Leon had found a way to exist without Franklin. You mm-hmm. know, he he stepped on the dope. You know what I mean? But his people, the people in his city, in his project ain't got no way to go get it from but from him. So he feeling himself. And I, I ain't little Leon no more. I ain't gonna be driving you around no more. It's how you feel. And and frankly, got to, you know, he got to sweeten the pot for him a little bit of something because you need Leon, especially, especially as this as this breakdown goes on. We're going to see he's going to need Leon. Yeah. And I think this adds to the story plot of when something happens to Leon. Like I said in our preview episode for yeah. season four, I think something's going to happen to Leon and it's going to hit Franklin even harder since they was on the outs but um maybe they just make up and something happen the next day or the next scene in the show but i think this is definitely building for that takeaway that leon's gonna have when it's over man 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 absolutely now lastly before we get to the end of see well excuse me the end of episode one we get franklin trying to sneak out of the house eluding them still being a kid well, not necessarily sneak. He was walking yeah. out, but he was trying to do it quietly. Yeah, because he didn't want to ask, he didn't ask he no question. Nobody asking no question. And Pops yeah. always on it, not yeah. overbearing. Like I said, man, this character is fucking perfect. Yeah. Even how he tried to persuade Franklin not to go was great. 
referencing the, the karate Bruce Lee movies. To the Dre, yeah. And even how he started the conversation, that 38 or 9, you got in your waist right there. Like, let's go <laughs> yeah. and get that out the way, my nigga. Yeah. So you ain't he sitting here thinking, I'm stupid. Like, yeah. let's go and get that out of the way. What kind of strap is that you got? On? Are you going to get something to eat? I'll yeah, are you going to get something to eat? Late night cravings, huh? Oh, okay, cool. That's 38 or 9. That's real old head right there. Well, I love that right there, yeah. man. It was yeah, great. Yeah. Let's know you ain't fooling shit over here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've been here and done this twice. One thing, the first thing I tell you since you say that, too, that popped out to me is the streets going to be the streets. Yeah. Whether you're doing it with the Black Panther Party like Franklin Dad, whether you're selling drugs like Franklin, whether it's the 60s, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, some of the variables change, but the streets the streets. Like the main gist of what it is is what it is. That's and true. I think that that was part of what they were saying there too. And I think they did a great job in uh, getting that part of it off. Okay. Did you like that end scene? Yeah, I mean, you, you said the best. Like that, that was, that was perfect. It was a father understanding he didn't want to lose his boy, but he know he, he, he know he's almost lost his boy. And that's what, that's what that was right there. So I, I appreciated that. Like you, you just seeing a father, like, fighting for his boy but not wanting to let his boy know that I want to be too overbearing because he is just freshly back in his life too kind of right right and he does a great job of you're right not trying to do too much not telling yeah. him he can't do nothing but just hey look yeah. my nigga let's let's go over some options here <laughs> he ain't gotta go right now yeah let's let's just just <laughs> discuss some options here man before you make these <laughs> rash decisions and it's good to have somebody like that in your life especially if you Franklin. a lot of us don't get the privilege of that so i i, I always enjoy yeah. that that's a special place for me uh being able to yeah. see that at the end of episode one so we got it with franklin walking out we would see where he was headed later I'm glad that that wasn't all that we had to deal with uh, this week with it. I'm glad that we got two episodes and we'll get right into Mm -hmm. that one. First scene with that one, the prep is going on. Scully prepping to pull up. Next scene goes, he getting the guns ready, getting the team ready, getting everybody ready to go. And then the next scene, he in the whip. What is them eardrop things that he using? Do you know what that is? Is that like acid or something? LSD? Embalming fluid. Wet, getting wet. That's how they did the for it. Again, well, they just dip the cigarettes in. I know they dip the cigarettes in, but yeah, I didn't know can, they put it in the ear like it. He, he getting wet. <laughs> right. Damn, boy. That nigga said, "Man, you gonna do that shit right now?" He said, "Nigga, hell yeah, nigga, let me tap in, <laughs> tap into the vibe." Man, like, wow. that shit was funny. That yeah. motherfucker dude playing the hell out of that role, and I like my MVP pick so far. He's holding, yeah, he's solid. He's holding it up right he's now. Solid. I'm fucking with Scully. <laughs> yeah. So we see Scully pull up. Yeah, he getting wet as you said. Yeah, vibrations. We talked about this uh, with the last episode. Yeah, he sees shit, he noted something ain't right. Yep, and that causes him to jump out the whip, fire the yep. shot, and then man, boy, team jumps out early and they start firing the shots, and you got complete fucking chaos. Yep, complete fuck. Hold on, Tony's calling me real quick. Hold, it's tops. If you want to get back, but if you got shit to do, I know, you know what I mean? We can, we can pause it and then, and then we, save it. We can rapidly do same time. Well, it won't be tomorrow. Cause I got to record. We got an interview tomorrow. I got uh, to tomorrow too. Saturday. What's your, what's your weekend looking like? I'm free. Just okay. let me know. Yeah, we'll do this Cause you're going to put it out what Monday. I'm going to put this one out. And I'm going to put this one out. I'm going to try to get it out. I'm going to come back out Wednesday. Yeah. 
Man, I might get Jay to try to edit this tonight if she got quick. I can get it out by Saturday or Sunday or something. What's your What's your schedule like in the morning? What's your work schedule like? Eight to five. Nah, Eight to five, but then we got an interview tomorrow at the studio, so I got to leave soon as I get done working. Yeah, go to the I'm studio. about to say we can hop up, we can do something in the morning. I know I, I thought you work night, kind of like mm-hmm. my schedule and shit, but I'm about to say we can knock it out early in the morning. But if you if you if you up and you and you got some time tonight, we can knock it out tonight, and then then you know what I mean. We can yeah, get it. We can finish. Either we can finish tonight or we can finish Sunday. All right, let me Sunday, know. Sunday, I'm free. Let me let, let's do this wrap up real quick. I'm gonna ask okay. you that last part, and we'll save episode two. Bet for Sunday. Go ahead. All right, bet. I'm recording here. All right. Now tell me in closing, Jeff, we got through all the scenes. How was the premiere? Was it a strong start, average, medium? Give me your grade on the premiere one to ten. The premiere, man, you know what? They built the story. They gave up, they they brought all the players back in a smart way. They didn't just force everybody everybody's character you know on the scene so man i i enjoyed it i if we're doing what we do what we're gonna do 10 out of 10 which yeah, how one, you want to rate it one to 10 one to 10 man i give it an eight and a half mm, just, that's, strong. that's just episode one now you can't just, yeah 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 just episode one simply because they gave they they, they put everybody back you, mm-hmm. you not, you're not asking where anybody is you know where everybody you know where everybody got going on and i'm not mad at it so yeah i give it eight and a half just just off the strength because it wasn't slow it wasn't sometimes you get a slow build in first episodes, man. Yeah. And I wasn't mad at the first episode. Okay, bet that makes sense. I'm gonna say nine. I think this is a really strong episode. I, I, I loved it. Uh, I couldn't have been happier with how they chose to start and even happier that they did air two. Since they aired two, we'll hold off on predictions for next week for after we review the scenes from episode two. Okay, but I do want your character of the episode for episode one character of the episode to me leon mm. leon leon made some strong moves we see leon grow we see him stretch his wings a little bit i want to see how this play out i ain't mad at that yeah. me i'm gonna go with reed reed bodied the episode i think he Not played bad. the perfect nonchalant character did what he needed to do i think that he more than opened the door for a performance this season it's going to be memorable so I'm here for Reed. I think he had the best episode. And that is Snow School review of episode one. That episode was called Reentry. We're going to break down episode two, wait, drop both of those off for you, and then get ready for season, excuse me, episode three. This is Snow School. I am Spike Lou, Big Jeff. Tell them where they can find you. Man, Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. I appreciate you, sir. I'll see you for episode two. Yes, sir. You. All right. I'm on.